Hey, good evening, good evening. It's time for WWW. That's again, is what's happening in the world and what do we think about it? My name is Ken H., of course, coming to you live from Houston, Texas, and we're grateful that you're with us. March has arrived. The Ides of March is around. If you're new to the show, I welcome you again. Thank you so much for joining us. What we have is a little great segment to show that it's very simple. We'll do a little section on the Americas, what's happening in the United States, in the entertainment world, in our sports world. We'll take a small little break from our sponsors at Travel and Leisure. We'll come back. We'll talk about things happening in the world that we live in. We'll come back and take a little break. And our other sponsor, of course, Harry and David, fantastic sponsors of the show. So real simple format, what's happening in the world and what do we think about it? Beautiful day here in Houston, Texas. Beautiful uh, time. Uh, the rodeo has started. So if you're a big country western fan, and certainly here in Texas, you'll find that to be very simple to find. Uh, country western is big, and so they get all the big names to come in for the rodeo. And it's actually quite a big production. And so they do the rodeo part, and then they have a little section uh, uh, of all the activities. If you've never been to a rodeo, uh, boy, I would I would recommend it. It's a great time. Rodeos are great fun, and so I would highly recommend going to the rodeo, being a part of the rodeo, and um, enjoy it. It's 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 really great fun. So I uh, I certainly say let's get started. The rodeo started. We're started. Let's get going. In the United States, the news of the day seems to be Amazon. Amazon, of course, has been looking for very. Uh, uh, Alternative places for housing. They're going to create two new big campuses for the Amazon company as it continues to just grow and grow and be a, just a, a titan of the business world and just swallowing up every bit of competition and taking many main companies and known known entity companies around out of the business. So I'm sorry for that. But anyway, interesting part of this story, as Delta, you know, was certainly going to be a part of. Uh, things that were happening, they uh, Delta and Airlines is housed in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, their home and main corporation. This big gun rights industry thing has dropped into a problem, and certainly they've decided they're going to uh, not honor memberships of the NRA on their discounts of their flights. And many companies have done that, all of the car entities, uh, yeah, Avis and uh, Enterprise and Alamo and Dollar all said the same thing. I find it to be interesting. We'll talk about it perhaps a bit later. But it was interesting in the sense that the federal government, state government, I guess, in in Georgia has said, we're not, a, that's not a cool deal that you eliminate some of your memberships based on a, on a policy of public policy or a, a corporate, you know, made a corporate decision based on a public or politicized issue so they've actually taken their gas tax subsidy away from Delta Airlines in Atlanta, Georgia and so that's going to hurt the company's bottom line straight away what's interesting to this story is that it now seems Amazon seeing that reaction from the government to those biases or decline in memberships or, or whatever and so Atlanta may be now out of the running for a potential uh, Amazon second site or global headquarters site 
because of that. So it's a big, uh, your, your consequences, your actions certainly have consequences. And this was one of them and certainly was a big one. So we, we kind of keep an eye on it. I'll watch it very closely for you and make sure we know what's going on. But it was very interesting. Let's move over into entertainment. We'll have a little quick entertainment section for just a quick second. Uh, Kyle Chandler, you may know Kyle from his days as the uh, father and husband of the Friday Night Lights TV show that was very successful for such a long period of time and ended. He's been cast to be one of the leads in the new upcoming 2019 sequel of Godzilla. We've all been there. We've seen the Godzilla movies. We've seen the King Kong movies. In my history of the movies, we've seen a couple times, I think. I'm going to refresh that, but at least two times I can remember where Godzilla and King Kong entered the same movie frames and had a bit of a, a let's say, truss-up. We're not going to call it a big WCW or UFC fight in the octagon, but certainly they roughed it up a bit. And if I remember correctly, they kind of always left it as a tie. Nobody really won versus the other. They just kind of ruffled, and then they kind of both went away with no clear uh, killing. Certainly Godzilla doesn't kill King Kong. King Kong has never killed Godzilla. But Kyle, in his interview as he does the press junket for the movie, was asked, who do you think is going to be the victor, King Kong or Godzilla? Well, of course, he's in the Godzilla movie, so he has to say Godzilla will win. Eh, we'll see. I don't have a preference. Do you have a preference? I don't know. We'll talk about it later. How about this as we move into the sports world, as we go into sports, okay? If you're in the sports world, I, if you're in the sports world, let's go. Very interesting. I thought this was a fantastic story. Another interesting story we'll talk about in our we section. Uh, Coach Jeff Coat, uh, college coach, football coach, has basically eliminated in his recruiting policies anyone from the state of Colorado because of their stance on marijuana and making it a legal uh, product that you can buy in Colorado. He would cite in the story, many of his players have in the past failed the drug test for illegal substances. So he's basically just decided, I don't really want to mess with that any further. So as a kid, young man was applying to play for him in his football program, he would send a letter back that says, I'm very sorry, we're not going to be taking anyone from your state. You can thank the Democratic legislation for this decision and the way they've ruled their state, and therefore... We wish you luck in your success of playing football for whoever else you might want to play for. Hmm. We're going to talk about that later after we take a quick break. I thought it was an interesting point. So I, I, I don't know how you feel about it, but we will talk about it later. Hey, if you're going to go traveling the world, I have nothing but a travel magazine that will get you there. This is my favorite and certainly a friend of the show. Travel and Leisure Magazine is one of the greatest magazines. It's got beautiful pictures, interesting articles, and really helpful 
information if you really don't know or you want to know about a place you've never been or would like to travel travel and leisure will help you get there take you anywhere you want to go for 12 issues that's one issue per month for a full year they're going to bring it right to your house that's $29.99 you'll save 58% off that newsstand price if you order today again friend of the show www.travelandleisure.com backslash order today if you like that telephone, that's no problem as well. 866-737-8037. I'll put that magazine in your mailbox every month for the next 12 months. All right, let's get started. Let's go into the world that we're living in. What's going on in the world we live in? Well, what's happening if you're, again, Putin... Vladimir Putin has just sent out a news article and it's reported today that he's got a nuclear missile that is undetected. And so he is now joining in this big time, I've got a bigger button, my rocket's bigger than your rocket, blah, blah, blah. We know that Russia itself is having an economic crisis. Those sanctions we put on them are struggling. The country itself is rarely... uh, uh, Um, a force to be reckoned with. Their military is fourth, if you will, fifth on the list of militaries, even though it's quite large. They do have an arsenal of nuclear weapons we cannot deny, but they still cause trouble. We'll talk about that more again in our we section, but the news of the day for that start of our world section, of course, is that Vladimir Putin back in the news saying, my rocket is undetectable. Catch me if you can. Well, I'm not so sure about that. What else is going on in our news? Well, staying in that kind of vein of troublemakers, North Korea once again has decided or has sent some chemical, 50 tons of chemicals, um, to Syria. And Al-Assad Al-Assad is now got these chemicals, 50 tons of them. These are chemicals that he can use, of course, in his chemical weapons and the weapons he uses to cause havoc amongst his own people. So not real happy about it, but it does seem to be the case, and we have to kind of say, well, that's not cool. So once again, North Korea doing some bad things in our world, not threatening us this time, but certainly not a friend of the civilized world as they continue to cause trouble they need the money, their economic sanctions that we have imposed on them, the harshest we've ever imposed on any nation in the world, are taking its toll, and Kim Jong-un is having a difficulty keeping monies around, and so he's looking for every angle that he can and every way he can to kind of create or develop or have some money. And so selling these chemicals, 50 tons of them, to Syria was an easy way to get some cash. How they got there, I do not know. How they slip through the cracks, we'll find out for sure and make sure it doesn't happen again. Not real nice from the North Koreans. Nah, not surprising either if you think about it. Hey, what's happening with America? Well, America's kind of trying to establish itself in the world. We have these embassies, of course, in almost every country that has not been devastated by conflict or war, and we've removed some ambassadors from those countries if they were called out because of that danger. Certainly everybody has to go back to the Libyan confrontation and that uh, terrible Benghazi 
drama that occurred where we lost an ambassador, Chris Stevens. So we have to be careful about that. We also have to, of course, be well aware that an embassy is a great home and semblance. As I lived abroad uh, in the Netherlands, as you all know, if you don't, I came and lived in the Netherlands 15 years for those newcomers to the program. Certainly an embassy is a great testament, and I've been by the embassy quite often, know the ambassador at least at the time I was there from America. And it's a great place if you're a foreigner, certainly if you're traveling as an American in a foreign country, to know there's an embassy there, know that you've got some assistance while traveling abroad. It's very comforting. Well, we're missing 41 ambassadors in our countries around the world. They have not gone through the State Department. Rex Tillerson, our Secretary of State, will tell a news organization 60 Minutes the other night on TV, we're still running the government as we need to around the world, but simply hasn't filled those spots, either by nominations haven't come forward, or the government Congress, who approves those ambassadors, has not approved them yet. So we're not exactly sure what the delay is, but it's not impressive that we have a delay in gathering up those ambassadors around the world. I don't like it, but I'm not going to throw a big you know, sad face in it. Just interesting, I thought, we once again are not represented completely around the world. Why don't we take a quick break? We'll be right back for our we section, okay? Hey, if you have not known or you do not know that we're getting close to Easter, we've started that account. Harry and David, our fantastic sponsors, are going to help you. If you're not an Easter fan and a chocolate all that stuff, okay, I appreciate that. They've got some fantastic treats for their catalog for spring, right? Spring's coming, whether you like it or not. And we hope it's coming. This dumb Poxitani dude has given us so many cold days. We're glad he's done. They've got a spring box at Harry and David you might want to take a look at. It's on page 15 of their recent catalog. Brimming with juicy royal Verano pears, lemon raspberry shortbread cookies from our bakery, and chocolate-covered pineapple. A spring-inspired hand towel and more. Wine version included a 2016 Pinot Grigio. The classic box is $39.99. If you include the wine, you got $59.99. What a great gift. It looks great. Comes to your door like all gifts that we have. So we're thankful for Harry and David sponsoring the program. That's found at www.harryanddavid.com. Or again, if you like that telephone, 1-800-547-3033. Harryanddavid.com. All right, what's going on in the world we live in and what we talked about and those things we discussed above? Now's our section to have a little talk, you and I. Let's get into this. You and I talk back and forth, if you don't mind. Again, thanks for your letters and your writings. I appreciate them. They're very fun to hear you all. And again, I'm trying to figure out how we can put those into the program somehow. So do keep coming and do keep asking questions, and I'll try to address them as we get started, okay? As I mentioned, I lived in the Netherlands. They, of course, a well-known country for smoking cannabis, pot, marijuana, whatever you want to call it. Those coffee shops, well-known in the Netherlands, are not your Starbucks. So you're not going into a coffee shop labeled establishment 
and ordering yourself a latte, you will have a selection of cannabis and marijuana choices that are quite filling. Everybody that would come to visit me, I can promise you one of the things they wanted to make sure is they got into this marijuana place just for the heck of it to say I've been there. They were in Rotterdam where I lived as much as Amsterdam as well. So it's not that uh, one city has all the amenities. It's all over the country, of course. I likened it to the fact that I was not a big, I'm a, a, not a big marijuana smoker. I think in the 15 years, in fairness, I probably, I know I've been to the shops, but I've maybe a half a dozen times. No, I'm not going to get in trouble with that. It was legal and certainly where I was living legal. I don't do it on a regular basis, nor do I care to. However, that brings me to the topic of tonight in this pot, this coach that said, I don't want to hire or get any players from a pot smoking country because they'll, they'll pass, they won't pass the drug test. Well, one, that's an assumption. Two, you're, you're assuming everybody in Colorado is a big pot smoker. I don't know that that's true. They are having great success in their sales, and it's bringing a lot of tax revenue to the state. Colorado has found some success in the program. But, of course, with everything comes the drama. America is trying to figure out its policy on that marijuana smoking and can't decide, do we like it, do we hate it, is it a state deal, is it a federal deal? Jeff Sessions, if you remember... Our attorney general would say you can prosecute people for smoking pot, although it's legal in the state of Colorado. So I think there's still some legislative nightmare work that has to be done because they can't seem to get all on the same page. We'll try to figure out, let them do that. I don't care. But it's an interesting topic. I've, I've always said marijuana smoking, the, the pot smoking, I don't think the Netherlands can stop it just because it's been around for so long and then making it illegal and making people stop smoking and you're not going to get to smoke if you're in the marijuana uh, business or you're in the, you like to smoke it. I don't think the Netherlands can stop it. The reverse of my thought there is I don't know that America is going to be able to get it started either. I don't think we have the ability to start those big topics, have those big luxuries, if you want to call it that, or, or deal, and handle it properly. The Dutch can handle it because they've been doing it forever, but they'd have trouble stopping. Americans really haven't been doing it legally forever. I think they're going to have a tough time starting it. So I just, I'm not confident how I feel about it, but I don't think one can do the other. So we'll certainly get back to you on that and see. All right, next topic, let's see. Putin. That's interesting. This Putin kind of, you know, he's been out of the spotlight, of course, unless you're in America and you turn on any television or radio program, it's Russia, 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 Russia. You think they're the worst country on the planet when it comes to American interests. All you hear from North Korea is Kim Jong-un and his threats to America. I'm going to blow you up. I've got missiles. i got rockets. I'm going to blow you up. It now seems to be kind of a break in the action that maybe, maybe, just maybe, we're going to have a little discussion over there and start talking honestly about how to resolve that crisis or situation and this back-and-forth yelling. Remember, he said on his desk, I've got a button for the nuclear weapon rockets, and then, of course, Trump fired back, well, my 
buttons bigger than your button and by the way my button works so it's just kind of that big boisterous expression of people back and forth you kind of either have to laugh it off or just kind of giggle they've got a guy that's uh over there in north korea and he likes to yell and scream and everybody supposedly listens to him we've got a president that's quite boisterous whether he's tweeting or whether he's talking about other things but he's certainly a boisterous you can't miss trump you may not like him, you may love him, but you certainly can't miss him. And one of the things I've always liked about this president, and again, like him or dislike him, he's very crystal clear on where he is. So whether you like him or dislike him, he's over there in the corner, and you at least know where he is. Again, you can try to avoid him if you want, or you can go cuddle up to him if you want, but at least you know where he is. So that's pretty is pretty good. But now you've got Vladimir Putin, who's kind of been out of the spotlight except for our Russian collusion drama here in the States. And so now he comes out with his story, my missile is undetectable and nobody can find my missile and I've got a big missile. I think it's one of these things where you've got kind of these leaders, whether it's President Xi in China, who's now been declared probably going to rule the rest of his life because they've abolished the term limits in China, so he's going to be around forever. Kim Jong-un is, is probably going to be around forever unless he does something stupid and we, and we have to fight. That's the only way he'll go away. President Putin is going to win the re-election because, again, he keeps stifling anybody that wants to run against him, so he's going to win the, the contest again and be prime minister, president again of Russia, so he's going to stick around. So there's three global powerhouse leaders that are going to stick around. I'm curious about Angela Merkel. I'm not sure whether she's going to get reelected or not. She's been such a dominant force in Europe for so long, and I consider her still the most powerful woman in Europe. But she's running into trouble with his immigration policy, so she may have trouble being reelected. But she could stay around. Okay, so let's say she's there. I think Netanyahu will survive in Israel his little crisis of of uh, drama and kickbacks that he's being charged with. So he's there's your five survivors. And, of course, we have our president who's just into his second term. So he's got four years for sure. And then he's thinking and already said he's going to run for 2020. And if things continue to go well with the economy, he should be able to make that. So there's an eight-year. Our president seemed to run for eight years and then get booted out. So there's eight years. So there's eight years there. There's a Trump tweet there for you, folks. Ha! And so he heard his, you know, his ears were burning, so he has to call and make sure he, I mention him on the program. And so there's kind of the deal. So Putin just mentions his big missile because he was feeling left out of the news cycle. And I think that's really a big part of it. He was not being talked about much on the global stage, and so he needed to get back in the conversation. So he hustles in some reporters and says, Guess what? Guess what? My missile's bigger than your missile. My rocket's bigger than you. You can't see my rocket. I think that's as simple as it is. I don't think we have anything to worry about with all these blow whores. I think we just have to kind of understand that is the nature of the global business. If you get to be that big leader of a big country, you get to yell and scream at the top of your voice and everybody has to give you your two minutes of fame. I think that's basically where we are. All right, as we round the corner, thanks again for joining me tonight. I love that you're with me. It's been a great show. Good fun. I love the topics. We're going to have some fun here at the end. I mentioned to you, of course, 2019, the Godzilla sequel will come out. Uh, we just had Kong 
Skull Island movie, if you remember, just came out a year ago. That was a pretty good movie. I'm liking that we're not just repeating the same Godzilla comes to America, we have to deal with him. King Kong is dragged to America, they put him on the Empire State Building and shoot him off. I'm glad they kind of did some spin on those creatures, and the Godzilla is going to do exactly that. Going to be a little spin on that, not just terrorizing another American city. Well, let's see. I don't want to give too many spoilers away. So, I'm anxious to hear your thoughts. Who's going to win, King Kong or Godzilla? Are you a Kong fan or are you a Godzilla fan? Who do you like? Who do you think would win the big battle? Let's just say we build the biggest octagon in the world. Dana White goes and builds the biggest octagon we've ever seen. Kind of one of those Pacific Rim movie octagons. Put in Kong, King Kong, I might add. Put in Godzilla and let him go three rounds, five minutes around. Get your ding, ding, ding and they have to stop. Who would you vote for? Who would you root for? Who would you be screaming for? Or would you like to leave it a tie like the movie people have done in the past? No real winner. Let's not put one on the other because that would mean one would have to die. And then we'd lose one of these great icons. I don't want to. You guys have a great day. Thanks for being with me. Oh, thank you.